Hey guys! Hi! So Hi, we're welcome. back. Yeah, welcome we're to back. this episode of uh, Let's Get Coffee with your host, Lou Jane. And Trio! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we took a break last week. That was we now indeed. We did yeah. indeed. It um, was well deserved because we've just had a very, very busy half term, which I think we've said in previous like catch up parts of the episode. But we've had, it's been a really long time. I think for most people in the UK, since we've had like a full term without any isolations or anything going on. So it's it's, so long. Yeah. A while since we've had like a long period, like an extended period of uninterrupted education. And it's like a lot. It is. And we're older now and it's more intense and, you know, but like it's, it's been fun. I feel like I've had a really fun time with school, but it was a much needed break. Yeah, no, but I think it was just, it's just been a lot for us because also starting A-level obviously is a very, very big step and dealing with the workload, dealing with everything that it has to offer and also doing a whole term without stopping in such a long time has been a big mix of we're very, very tired. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this half term has just been like, I've literally done nothing for half term. How about you, Bestie? done nothing I feel like I've been kind of busy like I've been um seeing people a lot and doing a lot of fun things which is good but like now I just kind of need to settle down the next few days and just like get myself in order um but it was much needed like I just needed a break and I needed to also socialize yeah yeah I, so I just needed a little change in the middle of the time you know to yeah. get the mindset yeah I agree I've just been chilling I've not done anything but I agree with you it's good that we got a chance to kind of relax but yeah, yeah it's been very very busy and I think I'm well rested like I'm ready to go back that's good is- me too honestly like I kind of yeah it's only been like what a week and a half but I feel like it's been a reset um yeah yeah, yeah. also I love Christmas term like winter term is just the best it's not like our school doesn't really do anything incredibly festive I feel like but we just have such a good time anyway. It's just the whole vibe of it is so yeah. good. Also, because we went on uniform sick form, so we get to like wear cute clothes, and we're just so excited about it. Yeah, winter fashion is by far superior to summer fashion, and like oh, it's just cozy. Like everything just feels good. I love like autumn and winter, and like you're so right. I feel like the vibe is just really. I don't know. Like everyone's a little bit tired or a bit delirious. But in like a good oh, way. absolutely! It's just so like I don't know. There's something about just dressing up and like wrapping up. I don't <laughs> know why. And also, I don't think summer fashion is even a thing. Like summer fashion is literally me trying to pick out clothes that I won't sweat in. Like that's yeah. what summer fashion is. Summer I hate tragic. the summer. I just hate yeah. the summer, and I don't know if I'm like the only person in the world to think that. But it's just a really unappealing season to me because the weather is just too hot which I don't thrive in hot weather because I just get really cranky yeah no you're definitely not you're definitely not alone in that like I love summer but it's really inconvenient isn't it it's so inconvenient it's horrible yeah but I feel like autumn and winter are like it's kind of the time of year to create your own atmosphere yeah it's like candles the lights the textures it's just all like a yeah it's when I think everyone just universally gets really emotional and kind of like we just all get really we're just in our feelings the whole time yeah because it's like it's been a long year and it's yeah and it's, like it's cold and see it's like 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do an episode where we recommend good, like, um, Christmas films and rom-coms. Because I feel like that's when Netflix start bringing up bringing back their rom-com so i really want to do an episode let us know let us know if you want an episode like that yeah a christmas episode would be so fun yeah okay well we talk about like our december faves and things oh okay oh my god yeah you've basically just sat in on a little planning meeting yeah yeah oh my god you sat in on a little business meeting guys yeah how lucky this episode anyway um (laughs) so how are we feeling tell me I don't know. I think I'm still feeling the same way I felt the last time you asked me this question on a podcast episode. I think I think the last time I was I said I was feeling kind of numb ish. And I also said hopefully it'll get better soon. Mm. We're still here, guys. <laughs> no, I just feel kind of stuck. I don't mm. really have a better way of putting that. I feel very stuck and I think half term as much as it's been great to relax and you know take a load off mm-hmm. it's also been weird because I'm not seeing my friends every day and mm-hmm. like we've tried to meet up and again we have a very big friend group so it's really hard to find times when we're all free to hang out and I think just the whole thing like I don't know I don't know how do you feel because I think Every time we go into this time of year, I get really weirdly emotional. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's just the combination of all the <laughs> the atmosphere. The December atmosphere is just hitting me. But... Ooh, I think I, I see what you mean about that. Um, yeah, it just feels like a, like this time of year is just, it's emotional. It feels kind of raw. Like, I think it's just because it's like getting cold and, people are tired like it's been like a long year um I don't know and I feel like there's a kind of like togetherness in that like this collective emotional experience towards the end of every year oh, um, absolutely. yeah but I feel like I don't know I feel good um like I feel balanced I feel well balanced that's uh, good that's yeah good. and I feel like <clears throat> yeah like I'm turning 16 and Turning 17, that's you. Oh my god, 17. Why did I say that? I'm <laughs> turning 17 in like a month and a bit. Yeah. And I don't know. That's that's like a long, you know, that feels like a long way away, but it's still weird because I've, I've been reflecting on like the last year. And because my birthday's in December, during that like emotional time, um, <laughs> I feel like, because, you know, like my whole, I spend like a whole calendar year, like it starts pretty much january like do you know what i mean like my yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. what am i trying to say like it's very much january to december so it's quite easy for me to like phases and seasons and look back you know like it's mm. very anyway um so i've been just been thinking about 16 and how it's been and like it's nice and i feel like yeah like i feel like things are gonna start to conclude kind of soon and that new phase yeah yeah That's good bestie i'm happy for you I'm happy for Thank you. Thank you. No, because I see what you mean. Like, it's easier to, like, reflect and navigate. Because yeah. it's, like, like you said, it's a whole calendar year. So that's... Yeah, like, I think a lot about, like, if my birthday was in, like, May. Like, how would I mm-hmm. see things, right? And it's, and I'm a very visual person, so I feel like it helps that my birthday's at the end of the year. So I can just kind of look at it like that. I don't know. That was yeah. a, random, a little rambly thought I've been having. 
Um, no, but I get it. I kind of understand. Because yeah. I'm an October baby. Mm. And I feel, I don't know, I love what my birthday is. It's just, I think it's in the perfect place. Because I don't like the idea of my birthday being too close to Halloween. Because then it just ends up being all about Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. But I feel like it's in a good place. <laughs> because you have like, you're like solidly a month into school. So you, so you kind of have the like rhythm of school down. But then the weather is also just changing perfectly to mm. how I like it. And I don't know, I just really like on my birthday, so I think it's... Early day. October, yeah. It's, yeah. A bit, it's a nice time of year. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, so I guess you kind of look at it through, like, school calendar. Mm-hmm. About how you reflect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I just... I'm really not a big fan of summer. <laughs> this episode so far has been very... We hate summer. And mm-hmm. it's been kind of... <laughs> reflecting on seasons? What? Ooh, that's a good title episode. Yeah. Seasons. Reflecting on seasons. Just seasons? Okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway. We're going to get okay. a lot of BTS behind the scenes content today. Content. Yes, guys. We also have a little surprise for you at the end of the episode, which we <laughs> also just decided on at the beginning of today's episode. Yeah. Just, um, just don't, don't tell them. Just, um, yeah, just stay tuned. Out. Yeah, we'll know who the real ones are. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll know. Get the DMs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's fun. I feel like we're both. I don't know. We're both tired, but I think we needed. This we are both tired. Fun. I'm sorry um, if we're not as lively as we usually are, but this but I is... love these chill episodes. They're so fun to film. To, it's like, so watch. fun to film, but it's also like the reality of yeah. being an influencer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's <just laughs> no, it's like it really is the reality. Like we're like six formers. And we have a lot of work and a lot of things going on. And so obviously we're not going to be like chipper all the time, are we? Like, this is no. normal. This is the way we are. Yeah. So, but like, um, I yeah. do have something I want to talk about on that kind of... On that uh, note. So I feel like I've been spending a lot of time with like around people recently. And I wanted to talk about um, being alone and being around people and things like that like I feel like this is a very Emma Chamberlain topic but then again she is the god of social media so okay she's a queen I love I her I literally love her um yes. but yeah so I've, I've been spending like virtually like, like literally every day for the last week around people like people sleeping over like do you know like literally every mm-hmm. waking and sleeping moment around people which has been really fun like I kind of needed to liven up and um you know like that I don't know it's just like a fun little mm-hmm. change of mood um for the holiday but also like it's made me very reflective like I'm thinking about extroversion and how like alone time and like that's helped me have like reassess what alone time means to me and like I really have enjoyed being around people like all the time I I I think it actually like I enjoy it more than I realize um and I should maybe do that more often you know like see people more often um, but I think I've, it's also helped me realize like what kind of alone time is actually important to me and what alone time is just like a waste of time. Um, mm-hmm. So like I noticed that like for me, I'm someone who I write a lot. And so for me, it's like important that I keep the balance of experience things, experiencing things versus like reflecting on things pretty like even. You know, because like you can't write if you haven't experienced and you can't and I can't personally, I can't experience without writing. So it's it's just about that balance. Um, and I realized like when I finally had that like alone time the first thing I wanted to do was like go write like that was the first thing I did was like I sat down and I started writing everything and I always keep 
this is like such a rant, but I, I have this like, <laughs> this, I Go sound on. insane. I have this endless document um, where it's just like things like thoughts, words, phrases, like things that people have said that I'll constantly keep open. And then as soon as I get like alone time, that's when I sit down and I kind of like reformulate it. Anyway, so that's kind of like a little revelation I've had is that like I really do um, appreciate my alone time. And I also appreciate being around people more than I thought I did. So it's just kind of placed me as an ambivert. I don't know. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, I think, I think, okay, my thoughts on the whole thing are I've realized lately that I love having those really satisfactory friend days. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but those days where you go hang out with people and you just feel incredibly satisfied with how the day's gone. You feel very, like... I don't know content and full because you've just had the perfect amount of social interaction and you know like you're ready to go home and just like reflect and think about it and just kind of have that like little smile on your face because you've had a good day and you've you've felt those like good emotions (laughs) if that makes sense and I don't know if that's the weirdest thing to say but I feel that a lot and I have felt it a lot because you know when we hang out basically and I feel I felt it a lot more in sixth form I think because we hang out together in the common room and I don't think I realized how happy it made me until half term happened and I don't know why but it's just sometimes actually a lot of the time my social battery wears out and I think I've talked about this before Mm -hmm. but my social battery wears out and I get very very tired and I can't I'm almost like a different person because I thrive on having my alone time to recharge and I need that time by myself to think and just not have to talk to anyone or engage in any kind of conversation and I think for me being on my own is so pleasant and comforting because I know that there's no one to impress and obviously I'm not like not in a friendship where with anyone where I feel like the need to impress them but I think it's just normal and especially at this age for when you are around people to kind of not put on a facade but just feel kind of like inclined to you know be fun and just happy Mm -hmm. right and that doesn't mean you're being fake and it doesn't mean that you're not being who you are it just means you know you want to have fun and you don't want to seem boring basically when you're Mm -hmm. around your friends but I love that when I'm on my own I don't have to think about it I just I can just truly be myself and I've thought about that so much lately and I think I even had a conversation with someone about it last week and I was just talking about how does that make me fake like does that I'm fake if I'm in social situations and I'm like on my own I'm different but Mm -hmm. that doesn't I just realized it does not make you fake like it doesn't mean you're fake if you act a certain way around your friends and you act differently when you're on on your own because obviously you're not gonna be able to keep up that same you know happiness and kind of energy when you don't have anyone to feed off of it's like I had this I had a little outburst when he said that because I wasn't like that took me off guard because I definitely <laughs> had that same like little crisis I think every extrovert has it when they when they're kind of like growing up and yeah. you're like the social butterfly or your I don't know like life of the party whatever like you, you have that kind of inclination to be the center of attention and so it, 
you'd like kind of question like does that mean I'm fake like when am I being fake am I being fake yeah. when I'm on my own or when I'm with people like who is the real me or whatever um yeah but I think like I've definitely grown to realize that neither of them is fake and you can exist with you know in multitudes as grandi as it sounds like yeah duality and you don't have to pick a lane but also like wouldn't it be weird if you were like the same when you were on your own as you were with other people like we're pack animals you know when you're with people you have to have some kind of filter or like you know like it would be very strange if we all acted how we are alone like when we're around other people exactly and i've also just been thinking about energy a lot like because obviously when you're all together there is an energy like when you crack jokes and then people laugh and then you know you're just bouncing off of one one another and it's there's just this contagious energy and then when you're on your own you don't have that and i think that was the link that i wasn't making like i was almost thinking when I'm my own why am I so like I'm just muted and I'm kind of quiet and obviously I'm not gonna be like you know super energetic when there's no one to feed energy off and I think that that's normal and I think it doesn't mean that I'm I just I really need to emphasize I don't think it means you're fake because even extroverts need introverted time like yeah they need it what are you meant to be bouncing off of like you can't bounce energy off the walls like it's just kind of <laughs> you need like someone there and you need social interaction yeah. for that and yeah you know, a lot of us are social sprinters um yeah. you know like you do the the social sprint and then you have to sit out for a while and then go back into it like I don't know I think it this is like an interesting thing though do you think you're a social marathon runner or a social sprinter I don't know because I feel like I've never been in a situation where I think when I was in primary school, I never thought about it ever. Like I was just, I was just some kind of free spirit in primary school. I just didn't think. And I just like, I I, I was just there. And yeah. now in secondary school, I've become a lot more aware of it. And I think that's why I'm thinking about it more, but I don't know because I've never had to spend, I don't think I've ever spent like too much of an extended period of time in a social situation I think there's always been breaks in between and there's always been time that I've had to myself like even if it is a sleepover and even if it is going on for two whole days there's always just that like time I get to myself there always is without Mm. doubt there is always time where I'm just on my own reflecting or thinking about something or even when I'm in a group discussion sometimes I just zone out and that's like my recharge time Mm -hmm. in a way so I think I don't think I'm either Mm because I think I always have breaks yeah so So you're you are kind of a sprinter then because it's like you the (laughs) sprint like you you know you you sprint and then you take time out and then you sprint you take time out um yeah but I also don't think I like like my energy does devolve sometimes that's why I'm saying I'm not a sprinter because I don't think I keep up that energy for the time that I am engaged Okay. Yeah, because like I've um, recognized this because when I when we go into town, every time we go, I am like, I have the most energy when we get there, and then by the time we leave, I could literally, I could just sleep. Like every time Mm -hmm. we leave, I just 
I feel so like, oh my god, I want to go, I want to go, I want to. It's like an urge to just get home and be on. Oh, home. okay, okay. So you kind of overwork yourself. Sometimes. Yeah, I just I tire myself out, but then I don't realize it in the moment. In the moment, I'm very like I need that zone out time to realize how much time I how much I've tired myself out. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. if I don't, then I will just keep going. Yeah, and it gets overwhelming because I'm just. I don't know. I don't know. But I've I've always known that about myself. I I've always known that I need time to recharge. And I thought that that was just a me thing for a long time. I didn't think because I've noticed especially in social situations a lot of people are really really good at like disengaging themselves and just kind of removing themselves and knowing that they need time. Um mm-hmm. and I know I had a friend who like just at sleepovers as well. She just used to like go to bed. Because she was just tired and she'd just go to bed because it was it was time for her, she needed to go to bed. But for me, I think with social situations, I always feel the need to make the most out of them. And I think that's why I, like, tire myself out. Because I'm like, oh my god, like, I'm only here for this much longer. And, like, I can sleep whenever I need. Like, I can mm-hmm. go home and sleep for two days. Or I can go home and just sit on my bed and not think about anything for two whole days. But right now... I'm here like I need to make the most of it because when am I going to get this opportunity again which is insane I'm going to get an opportunity again to be in a social situation obviously but when I'm in it I'm like oh my god why would I sleep right now because like this is a sleepover why would I sleep obviously I'm going to go home and sleep like this is not what I'm here for and I feel like I'm wasting it basically no you know what that's a very like I agree because I feel like it's kind of a juvenile assumption to make because like when you're young like you feel like when you're younger we are still very young but when you're like a child, you feel like social situations are fleeting and you don't really have a grasp on when the next time will be or like yeah. if there's going to be a next time because you just don't understand. Um, but I think the older you get and like the more social situations, like the more you're social and the more you see people, yeah. you realise like it's fun, but it's not necessarily special. Like this will happen again. Yes, exactly. And again, again and again. And then that also takes away the feeling of FOMO because you know that there's always going to be another chance. That's a big thing. I think you're completely right about that. Like, you're almost like, well, I can just go to the one next week, so it doesn't really matter. Like, I can stay home this time. And I think that's a really big thing, because when I was younger, I remember, if we had, like, okay, like, nearing November and December time is when most of the family parties kind of happen, because that's when, like, Diwali happens, and then Christmas, and, you know, all of that kind of thing. Yeah. That's when the parties are just like consistently happening. And I remember so clearly when I was young and I used to think, okay, we have a party this week and we have a party next week and we have a party the week after. So it's fine if my if I don't make the most of the party today, right? Mm-hmm. But then when it's like this one social event that you're building yourself up to, like, you know, whenever, in the mm-hmm. middle of May, for example, and you're like, okay, this is the first one in a really long time and I'm just super excited and you build it up mm-hmm. and then you go there and you feel this dire need to make the most of it because you just don't know when it's going to happen again and like you said the recurring like when it keeps happening Mm -hmm. and like when you know that there is another opportunity you put less value on it yeah and I don't know I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I think it's a good thing personally for me I find it to be a good thing because it's like uh it's just more fun when you're relaxed and you feel for me like social interactions feel more natural when when I don't feel like the need to be a performer because I think that's a very like integral part of me and you as well as we're just kind yeah. of like entertainers like we want to make people laugh we want to like spark mm. up an interesting conversation like that's just 
what we drive what we're like driven by and yeah and so it's difficult to kind of fight that urge when you're kind of overwhelmed or when you're like socially tired out but I feel like for me it's just that, like knowing that there's always going to be another opportunity another social situation has made me a lot more calm and like made the experiences more enjoyable and like I don't know about you but like when I was younger and I would see like teenagers hang out and they would just be really like chill I would I was kind of confused I was like why aren't you guys like like raging like having the best time doing whatever like being you know I don't know like wild or whatever but it's just like well when you get to that age you realize that things aren't as special as they once seemed yeah I see what you mean I I do see what you mean I think you're right in that almost your personality comes off better when you're relaxed I think that's true for all people but sometimes, well, I get scared that if I'm relaxed, I seem like I don't care. And then I'm not the life of the party anymore. Which is so okay. weird because I don't think it's obviously, I don't even know if that's just some weird impression that I've brought for myself. But like you said, we are both entertainers and we're both very much driven by making people laugh and entertaining people. It's just, you know, the way we are. Mm-hmm. But I think I get scared that if I seem too relaxed, then I'm not doing that duty exactly but that's the thing it's like we feel like it's a duty some people and this is what I'm noticing is a lot of people don't feel that need like a lot of people are okay with like sitting back and just observing and taking it in and I I only realized that because I put myself in social groups and situations where I became that person so I feel like I've experienced both sides of the transaction the social transaction if you will where it's like I've been the quote-unquote entertainer and the audience so to speak yeah and yeah and I through that I've definitely realized that like I'm more comfortable being like the more entertainer role which this is yeah sorry this is just very like generic stereotypes like a lot of people fall in the middle it's not that black and white but no I think you're no I really don't think it's that generic though because I think I mean we always talk about social situations and we always talk about how about you know coming out of them but we never talk about the social situation in itself and I think it's Mm -hmm. a really interesting thing because I think I have been like a watcher kind of and I think I have you know been a bit of the audience and I just I think like you said I do prefer being the entertainer more and I don't know why and I don't know is that because I I want to be the center of attention is that because I, I just I don't know what it is what is that need to entertain yeah I think it's so tiring sometimes because it's like sometimes you literally just want to sit down and you like you know metaphorically whatever but like you just kind of want to be like no but you can't because you have this like need or this urge to make the most of the opportunity and I think I don't actually think that's ever going to go away for me I know you said that you feel like you've overcome it a little bit, but I really don't know when that's going to go away from for me. Maybe at uni? I'm not sure because right now I feel very... I still feel incredibly engaged. I don't know why. I don't think I overcame it. I don't think it's anything you can overcome. I think it's an integral part of my personality. It's just that I've forced myself um, to experience both sides of it just because I want data like I want to understand why and how and where I fit in um and I think for me it comes from like I just have too much to say um 
and I really believe in the value of the things I say like I you know like I feel like what I have to say is important and I don't know where that comes from um but like I'm always like I'm constantly thinking and I, I have things to say so when I'm like kind of in that audience position I feel almost like stifled because I, I want to speak and I want to shout you know like I, yeah. I want to share I want to hear other people like do you know what I mean I'm just a very like discussion type of person mm-hmm. and so that's really what drives me to be the quote-unquote entertainer and yeah. I've learned to take a back seat like I, I'm very conscious of making sure that like I'm not being overbearing and that like everyone has space in the space and feels comfortable in the social situation to like be involved because that's something I'm very I'm just aware of like I don't want to be uh overbearing uh but yeah, yeah I feel like that's where it comes from for me is I just I'm curious and I want to discuss things I don't know yeah I've never thought about it like that actually I don't know if I necessarily think what I have to say is important I don't I don't know I guess I just feel like it could be a value. Like I feel like my input is like add to the discussion. That's fine. right, and I want to hear other people's input, so I'm I want to share mine as well. It's just like a given. Yeah, so like it's like that energy bouncing thing. <clears throat> exactly. Like yeah. you you want to input so that it can start yeah. up another discussion. Uh, yeah, and I don't um, like the feeling of like I'm when I'm thinking I'm like very like heavily engaged. If I'm like watching a conversation, I'm very very like in my head you know I get into heated debates and like yeah I'm almost bouncing energy off myself like in my head so I'm like I need like an outlet for that in the moment um I need an outlet for that in the moment so I need to kind of like share I I don't like I think I get overwhelmed if I just sit there in silence and have this whole debate in my own head Um, I see what you mean I hate that feeling you know I hate the feeling of watching conversation because I've gone to so many like like family parties I guess Mm -hmm. where like everyone there has been kind of older than me and it'll be like a group of like uni students so I feel like what I have to say is too immature to put out there and I've had that thought quite a lot of times especially in social circles where I'm the youngest or least experienced at something and I just feel so I just feel really immature even though I haven't done anything yeah that is necessarily immature you just feel unqualified to give yeah exactly and I feel like <clears throat> any anything I would say would just put a damper on the conversation and that's a really big fear I have I don't want to stop the flow that people have Ooh. and I don't want to stop the energy because I like I thrive off of this energy bouncing and I'd prefer to just keep it to myself if it means the energy keeps bouncing do you but know I what think, I mean yeah I just think I have less doubt that I will like in myself like I feel like I don't I've never thought of it like that like I think if I don't I think I just believe that what I have to say is valuable therefore the energy will go on oh absolutely I know what I have to say is valuable like it's not it's not doubt and it's not lack of self-confidence it's just it's just in in that situation it feels very you know it feels invaluable basically and it feels kind of well they could do without that to be honest oh that's and, so interesting. I think, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I think of the the energy as being that, like, tangible, like that kind of. Uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, I didn't. I've never thought about how I sway or impact the energy. I just kind of exist, and then. Oh, I see. People think it's good or bad. If you don't like it, then it's kind of like, I don't know. I can't really help you. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I've never. I. I guess you're. Mm, 
I don't think of it as like trying to paint this social picture of like where do I put myself or like how can I make this better or worse like I really don't evaluate myself in social situations maybe in the same way you do oh I see what you mean I just kind of do it because I'm like I think this is important right now so let's just do it oh yeah see sometimes I have that urge like sometimes I'm like okay Trey if you don't say it now when are you gonna say it like when is this opportunity gonna present again with the opportunities we Mm -hmm. have to go into that after but like again when is the opportunity gonna present itself it's not so you might as well just do it now and also the idea of you're never gonna see these people again you might as well but then it still stops me because Mm -hmm. again sometimes I'm like okay just do it other times I'm like "Mm, I don't know if I feel like it right now like I don't feel like being an extrovert right now so okay I think oh I don't know when I hold back it's always a negative experience for me I think I've read experiences where I hold back and I've liked it yeah because I feel stifled I feel I just feel like not myself like I feel like I'm pushing myself down and shutting myself up to let other people and like that's okay sometimes you know that's important and you do have to do that but like if I'm if it's just like a casual social situation where like I'm meeting new people or something I just Mm. don't like I just don't like that feeling yeah I feel trapped and I'm a claustrophobic person which is very much a leading fear of my life emotionally and physically Mm. um yeah so it's just yeah I always think about it I don't know I've weirdly always thought about it like like a play (laughs) I don't know if this is stupid but like okay when you're watching like a piece of drama or theater as the theater kids would say yeah um, if you are (laughs) this is like a theater kid conversation we're like analyzing social situations and like what role do you play like it's very like (laughs) it's very Oh, well, analyzing yeah. a Stanislavski script, maybe. Oh my gosh, <laughs> practitioner wise. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah, okay. Let's just say you are watching a piece of theatre. I always think about myself in social. Sometimes, in regards to what we're talking about at this moment, when we're talking about not inputting to the discussion, I always think sometimes it's better to just be a spectator, like rather than thinking about what you're going to add to the situation. And this is for me personally. I know it doesn't apply for everyone, but. I sometimes just think, is it not better for me to just sit and watch and let it happen rather than think about how I could influence it? And like how you would when you're watching a piece of drama, like you know that your input could, you know, it could be mm-hmm. great. It could be, you could really thrive in that environment, in mm-hmm. that setting. But sometimes it's just better just, I feel like sometimes when I'm sitting down and just watching things happen, just like maybe it's better if I just sit and watch and just be content and satisfied with what's going on rather than how I could input what's going on mm-hmm. and again with the energy like sway the energy and I'd rather just like and sometimes I just can't be bothered like I just lose the energy to kind of and it doesn't feel stifling for me that's the thing it feels kind of freeing for me sometimes mm-hmm. when I've come to terms with the fact that I don't have to input in a discussion for it to be a good discussion like I can just sit there and spectate and watch and it can still be fun yeah I agree I think but for me I kind of don't have as much conscious control over what I am engaged in and what I'm not Mm. like I think it sounds to me like you are able to sit back assess whether you want to engage or not but like I don't have that kind of control like when I want to when I'm thinking I'm very much away with my thoughts like I don't really you're more impulsive with them 
yeah like well I'm not impulsive but it's more like if that idea intrigues me I'm going to follow that idea and get involved regardless of whether or not yeah. it's good or bad for the dis- for the discussion or for the energy like I can't really stop and be like oh should I be thinking about this should I be doing this like if I'm very like a thought um led person like if something intrigues me I will follow it regardless of whether or not like it's socially right for right now like I need to yeah express Rather my engagement about the aftermath and the implicate although you do like it's not like you're just you know acting recklessly yeah but you do you think about the implications to a certain extent but you don't think about like yeah I don't it doesn't consciously basically. stop me it will not yeah. stop because I have to I just have I don't know what it is I just have this like urge to think and answer I'm just very curious so I have to be involved you know because I want to know more most of the time um yeah. but then also I think it's because if <clears throat> kind of holding back feels stifling for me because I did it for a really long time out of overthinking and anxiety mm-hmm. um so now it just gives me bad like it just has bad like I associate it with bad feelings but I think that's why sometimes when I hold back socially it feels stifling for me because I did it for a long time out of overthinking and like anxiety like mm-hmm. I really just overthought social situations to the point where I would like force myself not to like involve myself in the way I wanted to like I was very much pushing down my desire to be social out of being like nervous and so that's why it has such bad like connotations for me because like when I was holding back I was doing it out of fear and never out of conscious like decision making yeah I see what you mean so it feel you felt like trapped was yeah trapped and like and like now it's it's you know it's a lot better I've definitely overcome that like phase in my life but I think um yeah maybe that's why holding back feels a little stifling for me because it just brings back that memory I guess yeah I think from what you're saying it sounds like you've kind of learned to be more comfortable in being natural in social situations like just naturally acting on how you feel rather than orchestrating (laughs) yeah like kind of just yeah orchestrating kind of molding some kind of weird dynamic yeah yeah, I guess like, right. That is absolutely that's way to my uh like the evolution of my social self because it's very like yeah, yeah, it's so true. Like I have nothing more to add. It's just I've reached the conclusion that like being natural is literally the only way. And I learned it the hard way because I tried being unnatural and it felt awful. Yeah. And I yeah. tried all these like being all the different quote unquote characters in a social situation and I realized that I need to just in the end, I had to just revert back to my natural state. And I'm, I'm still getting that. Like, I'm working on it. And I picked up lessons along the way of, like, when to, when to let other people speak and when to, when to keep things to myself. You know, like, I've learned things, definitely. Oh, absolutely. I learned them the hard way. So. Mm-hmm. 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 I can see that. I, I agree with that. I think trying to be someone else in a social situation just never works out it like mm-hmm. it actually doesn't work out just be yourself and if that's not good enough then then you're with the wrong people exactly you're literally hanging out with the wrong people then bestie sorry to tell you but yeah you are because it's like i think the way you are in social situations has a lot to do with people accepting you for who you are because social situations whether you're an extrovert or an introvert are scary it's just the extrovert or introvert title just means you're more or less comfortable with it. Exactly. For both 
types of people, it is a nerve-wracking experience. Like, I am 100% an extrovert. Although I enjoy my alone time, I absolutely thrive in social situations. And it is still scary for me. Like, I still get scared to walk up to people and speak to them. Even though it's literally the situation in which I thrive, I still get scared to do it. So I think it's just about being comfortable with it and literally, I mean, 10 times easier said than done, can I just say, but just not caring what people think. Because I can guarantee that most people appreciate, like, you just being you. Authenticity. Yeah. yeah, they just really appreciate it. And it feels better too. Like, just hearing you talk about how you feel more natural doing mm-hmm. things in social situations is just... It feels like a breath of fresh air. Like, it actually just feels <laughs> relaxing to yeah. hear. Like, because if you know that people are comfortable in social... If you know that everyone in a room is comfortable in the way that they're acting, like, it makes you feel more comfortable in the way you're acting and it makes you feel more comfortable to be yourself. And mm-hmm. I think, again, surrounding yourself with those people and just, like, learning to engage in conversation a bit more just do it the way you want and I'm sure it will come more naturally yeah and I think it's inspiring you know it inspires me to be that one person who is like comfortable with themselves and natural because then if that one person starts like I've made so many friends and you're definitely one of them Shreya is like where um they are so like comfortable with how they act and they're so natural in social situations that it like everyone else in the group starts to pick up that energy from them and like it truly can change the vibe in a room and I find that really inspiring. Um, and it's been a new addition of like friends, like, you know, uh, recently over the last like couple of years where I've noticed mm. that and I've, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I always think this and I really like, I hope that the people that I meet feel this in a way, but I, my biggest aim when I'm meeting new people, especially is to make them feel comfortable because can you imagine, like it is, meeting new people is just always scary even if they are like the sweetest person ever it's just always so scary and so like like I always when I meet new people I'm always like oh my god oh my god what are they gonna think of me right so the only thing you want to do is like make them comfortable so that well the only thing I want to do is make them comfortable so that they feel comfortable being themselves right because if you are able to create an environment even though it's not really your responsibility it's Mm -hmm. I've learned that too. It's not my responsibility to make people, like, you know, feel... Yeah, but, like, obviously, I'm not going to go into a social interaction, like, awkwardly, because I don't, like, awkwardly in the sense, like, obviously awkwardly, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, to make them, like, visibly awkward that makes them uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, like, I hate that, so I always try and be as kind of lively as I can. Mm-hmm. So that they know that they are absolutely free to, you know, be themselves, basically. Yeah. And I think it's just it's just a nice feeling. Because like you said, when one person does it, it just, it sets the tone. And it, yeah. everyone can kind of do it. It just creates such a good discussion and good yeah, conversation. Um, creating the atmosphere you want to see. And yeah. like being that person to break the ice. I think that's really, like sweet that that's the first thing you think about is like whether or not you're making the other person comfortable because I think mm-hmm. for a while like I didn't even consider that I was so focused like wrapped up in myself and making sure that I came across as true to myself as I am as like as possible does that make sense like mm-hmm. I was thinking more about like 
am I showing them who I really am or not? And less about yeah. how they're feeling. Um, so I think that's a very like compassionate way to view social situations. And I think that's definitely something I've like picked up from you a little bit. Um, I think I one think... thing, because, sorry, Bestie, but. No, 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 sorry. Before I forget. No, because one thing I've learned from you in social situations is that just like, just calm. Because I like, I had an interaction a few weeks ago when I was freaking out because <laughs> for reasons that won't be stated, but yeah. I was. I was like having a bit of a meltdown. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so nervous. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were just like, should I just calm down? Because mm-hmm. the energy that you give off is the energy that you, most of the time you receive. Yeah. Like, if they are, you know, that kind of person who's able to detect it and pick it up and mm-hmm. reciprocate, then usually it is the kind of energy that you yeah receive basically so if you're going to be all worked up then they're going to pick up on that and then they're going to kind of get all worked up and it's just you make an awkward situation yeah it does and honestly when it's a visibly awkward social situation that is the worst it is the worst (laughs) it is so it's just so scary it's so scary and i think me and you were both masters at fake it till you make it oh yeah um so if something is visibly awkward it means we fail to fake it oh yeah we haven't made it so it's just mm-hmm. awkward now it's just like just gonna be like one of those regretful conversations in the back of my mind forever oh my god yeah i hate that i hate that i know i hate too. it so Who much awful i think also it's important to like put out there that i'm also one of the people that overthink and i overthink so much especially social situations as much as I aim for them to be comfortable and great and all of that kind of thing Mm -hmm. I overthink and I do think about what I've said and how I've said it and what does it mean and how do you think they took it and all of that kind of stuff obviously everyone does but Mm -hmm. I think it just like it's just so entertaining sometimes because I'll like you said I'll have a social interaction and it'll be so awkward and all I'll be thinking about is like oh my god I'm so excited just like (laughs) I'm excited. Just think about the bright side sometimes because sometimes they are just inevitably awkward. Like, don't mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not you. Like, <laughs> it's just not you. You have a perfect track record, unfortunately. Like, everyone yeah. you need something to over like ruminate and overthink before you fall yeah. asleep. Even so. Luge and I, even, even we have those. Even the Let's Get Coffee hosts have their moments. Yeah, guys. you're not alone. <laughs> Hashtag you're not alone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's a very... I feel like we've covered a lot of interesting little revelations. And social, like, interaction and dynamics is just so interesting. And, like, it takes up so much of our time. And a lot of people yeah. don't even think about it because it's... Well, if they're doing it right, then being natural, hopefully. And it's... Yeah. Because natural is, like, it's just... I mean, I know this sounds really obvious, but it's just comfortable. Like, don't try and... Just don't try to emulate... Too hard. Yeah. Just let it, you know... Just let it happen, and I'm sure everyone will appreciate that more. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's just just easier on everyone. And once the ice is broken, you will Mm -hmm. notice... You'll be like, I wish I did this earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take it from us. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Do we have anything? 
I think that's all. Oh, we that's a very I really like that. That was a good like well, fifty minutes is succinct for us. That yeah. means that word. Succinct. I think so. <laughs> I think that's that was very really succinct for us, guys. Succinct. Okay, let's not <laughs> do that. Yeah. Hey. Well also, we just like to say we do have a surprise. Oh we do. Now. Yeah, we do. Now we have a surprise. So you know what? If you're a real one and you listened up to here, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. You know. If you yeah. are and you listened this far, thank you so much. We love you a lot. We really do love you. But we have a little surprise for you. A little we do. exclusive content. Um, <laughs> anyway, me and Shreya record for a very long time when we really don't need to. Um, because we yeah. say a lot of things wrong. And we say a lot of like just random stuff sometimes that doesn't need to be heard on the internet yeah it's but we decided to like repurpose it and still put it on the internet so (laughs) this is like think of this as like thrifting we're such Um, sustainable queens we really are we just we just oh god we're so reduce reuse recycle we're really generous um so anyway here (laughs) here you go enjoy this let us know what you think these are the bloopers like this year especially i've been seeing a lot of autumn fans coming out which is crazy because every i swear every year i was the only person who was like oh i love when it gets cold i love when it's dark sooner and i just love everything about autumn everything i just excites me so much and i hate summer i hate summer weather and everything mm-hmm. and people are like oh my god you're so weird but I really do hate summer weather and I love autumn weather. Like, I hate the warm. I don't know how to dress for it. It's all sticky and gross. Yeah. But autumn is just, like, so cosy. You can, like, dress up. And, God, I feel bad for people who live in countries where the seasons, like, you know. Don't exist. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's sad. I love, like, seasonal things. It yeah. helps you. Because it also, like, it sticks in your brain. Like, the way I remember so many things is by, like, the season and the vibes, right? But, like, oh, if absolutely. you live somewhere where the vibe doesn't change, like, how do you navigate? Yeah, yeah. I guess if you, like, grow up there, then it's fine. Like, you get yeah. used to it. But I know so many people um, who just haven't seen snow before, and that just shocks me. Oh, that's so strange, because it's, like... No, because it's so common here. Like, well, it's not common, but, like, we've seen it. And also, the cold... It's just so common here. Like, you mm-hmm. can't leave your house, even in the summer, without, like, at least a cardigan. Like, just in yeah. case. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good at, like, being over-preparers because of the oh, yeah. weather, I think. Oh, like, yeah. It resets you up for a lot of deep-rooted things. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, because, like, every time it snows, it's, like, a whole episode, and, and we talk about it as if as if it's, like, episodes. Like, oh, remember the last time it snowed, the time before that, or that, like... It's a very yeah. like specific experience, yeah. and I remember like what happened every time. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, like I don't know. I love autumn. I think it's I love autumn like music. I love the vibes, and I've been like walking a lot, like going to like different places, like walking, mm-hmm. like even just up and down my road, and like it just I get so much satisfaction from just looking at like the leaves and being like it's autumn, like it's here. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm an autumn fan. So, yeah. Luge? Should we re record that? Yeah, I think we should. Oh my god. What was that? Like, <laughs> I was going a little bit like, what's going on? Hey, I don't like this. No, everything I was saying too was just stupid. Like, 
Wait, let's just pause. Let's end this recording and start. God, that's like most countries. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> I don't know how I would navigate my life without this season. <laughs> this seasons. Like, what is it? <laughs> so as I was saying it, I was like, this is cute, but like also kind of weird. Like I was like, when do I stop? <laughs> I was just thinking the whole time about like. <laughs> I was saying, what was, what was I even saying about like how I like to record episodes? Like, it was like, I like to record. <laughs> you know I, mean? I like to record the interactive episodes, but also the really calm episodes. <laughs> I like to record the interesting ones, but I also like to record the chill ones. We like, we like to record all kinds of episodes, which are the ones and the interesting ones. <laughs> and I was like, uh huh. I wasn't even making a point. And then you were like, you were like trying to validate me. You were like, no, no, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. nine minutes of our lives we'll never get back okay well we Those hope you enjoyed that. Those the... <laughs> um oh we hope you enjoyed the bloopers they're really fun but like they're we don't always know they're bloopers like we're just we don't realize they're bloopers in the moment so everything we said is true just embarrassing yeah it's just like <laughs> the right like vibe and like you'll hear like a lot of the stuff we said was just really it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And we just threw it in there any- anyway. Anyway. Yeah. But we, we I'll tell you part. how the idea came about, though. It's because I wanted to. I wanted you guys to hear us laugh. Because mm-hmm. even Let's Get Coffee Queens who have it all together, even we... I don't know what I'm saying. We, if we mess up. This is about to be the blooper if you don't shut up, Troy. Okay. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed the bloopers. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Get Coffee. We love you very much. We do. Thank um, you. Guys. Follow the Instagram at Let's Get Coffee Pod. It'll be yep. down in the description like it is every week. Mm-hmm. And come back next time. Come back yeah. to speak. And yeah, come we love back. you. Please come back. <laughs> Please come back. Please do. Um, but yeah, we love you very much. And bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.